Hi, this is Blaze Allison Kearsley, creator, producer, and host of the How I Learn series, and welcome to another installment of the How I Learn series podcast. This week's story is from Dave Hill. Dave is a writer, performer, actor, comedian, rock star. He's also the author of Tasteful Nudes and Other Misguided Attempts at Personal Growth and Validation. Um, Dave performed at How I Learned a couple of times, but this story is one he told for the show How I Learned It's Complicated back in June of 2012. So here's Dave. Hope you enjoy. I moved here to New York in, in uh, 2003 from Cleveland. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. No, no, thank you. Thank um, Yeah, from Cleveland. And in the time that I've been here, um, and I'm sure most of you ex- have experienced this also, but you know, uh, th- people are always like, oh, New York's lost its edge. It's like not edgy anymore. It used to be edgy. Now it's not edgy. And... Um, <coughs> Like, as I understand it, there was a time in New York when you could, you know, you could walk down the street and just, like, crack open a beer and drink the beer and, and then just, like, whip your dick out and just start <laughs> pissing all over this, just hosing down the streets of New York, wherever you wanted. And, like, you might get a little raped or whatever while you're doing it. But the point is, it was a give and take. Uh, and now, you can't really do that anymore, but you can get like a really nice brunch, like a lot, a lot of, yeah, a lot of places in town, just call your friends and get like a nice brunch. And so the reason I bring all this up is a few weeks ago, I was doing a show at Littlefield in, uh, in Brooklyn, and it was a fancy show, it was all these people on the show, and it sold out, and they were like, Dave, you gotta hear, like, right at, on seventh, so whatever time they wanted me, I don't know. I, I can't remember what time, but they were really like, you have to be there on time for a sound check and all that. And so I like put on a suit and I really spent a lot of time on my hair. I wanted everything to go great. And uh, there's a lot of details of the story. I really don't know if they're key to the story at all. <laughs> so afterwards, just be like, you could probably cut that middle <laughs> 10 minute part thing. Uh, so anyway, I'm running around and, and, and I, I'm running some errands. I end up like 28th and Broadway and I'm gonna go out to Brooklyn. There's the R train right there. It's like a reputable train. And, <laughs> and so I'm about to go down to the ground and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And there's a gyro cart right there. So I was like, oh, I'll just get a gyro. And, and the guys get making the gyro and there's, you know, they have the yogurt sauce, the garlic, uh, chili sauce and the garlic. I'm just like, sauce the fuck out of that gyro. Just start, just like, don't hold back on me, you know, like use all of them. And he just starts just jizzing all over my gyro with all the sauces that he had. I was like, dude, just calm down. And uh, so I take the gyro and I go down into the subway and the train comes r- right away and I get on the train and, uh, and, and I start eating the gyro and it just starts dripping all the way down on my hands, my wrists and on the ground. Cause this guy like seriously, really sauce, just fucking sauce the fuck out of this jar. And, and uh, it's just making a total mess and it was rush hour so the, the car was really crowded and I was like, oh, probably the whole car smells like gyro meat. I'm like, people are probably looking at me like, that guy, 
looks incredible. Don't get me wrong. But it's not very cool what he's doing with this gyro. Like, it's very inconsiderate. So I think the best thing that I can do for the people on the train and for the people of New York City in general is to get off uh, the train, finish the gyro, and then get back on continue your book. And I make this, I get off at the next stop. I made this all like lightning quick decision. And I get off at 23rd Street, the next stop, and I walk all the way down to the edge of the platform um, just get out of every, just eat it in private because I don't even want to bother anyone on the platform with it. I'm just doing cool shit like that all the time. For, and I, and uh, so I walk down to the platform and, and I get to the end and you know how they have the, those black metal storage bins, a lot of the platforms, like yeah. not like a Norwegian black metal storage bin, which I think would be so awesome, but just a regular black metal storage bin. So I go and I'm eating it there and I finish the gyro and I need to throw it. The wrapper's like all foil, it's gross, and uh, I gotta throw it out, and I look around, there's no trash cans, I'm like going up and down the platform, and, and I get end up, and I don't wanna throw it on the ground, I don't wanna throw it on the, on the tracks or anything, so I think the best thing that I can do is just set it on the black metal storage bin, like a, that way the person has to clean up, they don't have to bend over, they can kinda just scoot it in their satchel, or it might even be fun for them, I don't even know. And so I set it down. I'm like, all right, this is the best way I could have handled this situation. And all of a sudden, I, it's right after I set it down, I hear this, like, this rustling and this rumbling and this, like, rah. And it turns out there was like a homeless guy who had been sort of camped out, like sleeping on the other side of the storage bin. And I woke him up, like, sleeping giant. And he's like, rah, rah. And he stands up and he's like, ah. And he's, he goes like, back up, back up, like yelling at me. And I just back up like a few inches. And I'm like, what's this guy? He's not going to do anything. And then he's like, I mean to back up and get this rapper out of here, trash out of here. And he smacks my trash. And he's getting, just like, and, and so I move like a little bit. I'm like, whatever. And, um, and he's like, back up. He's just screaming, back up, back up. And this guy was like seriously home. It wasn't like a phase that he was going through. Like, like oh, Don's had a rough couple weeks, but he'll probably be up in his place again, I would think. Uh, he was like seriously like caveman, crazy, life, lifer, homeless guy. So I'm like, this might not even be about me. Like he, like, he might be yelling at an imaginary person who's standing like right where I'm standing. So I'm like, no, I'm still, I'm like, I don't know if I really need to move. And then he goes like, back up or I'll throw this bottle of piss on you. And then like a superhero, like a ninja or something, all of a sudden from out of nowhere, like he took it out of like a quiver or something. It's a Gatorade bottle, uh, like a giant Gatorade bottle. Not like, hey, oh, I'm just gonna grab a Gatorade real quick. Like just the biggest Gatorade bottle. Like I only drink Gatorade, like that size, the big giant Gatorade. Instead of being full of Gatorade, it's full of, of urine. And like, I don't know, uh, has anyone here ever pissed in a bottle? Like I do it, I was doing it, yeah, you know. So, uh, but if you've never done it before, you think, well, when you have to go to the bathroom really badly, you, oh, like, oh, I pissed like six or eight gallons. And, but we don't, as humans, like even when you have to go really badly, we don't, you, uh, you know, sir, like you, you <laughs> If you pee in a bottle, you see like, oh, we don't actually uh, piss that much liquid. And so my point, the reason I bring it up is it would take like a really long, like a week probably to fill like one of those giant. Now, 
if you factor in that the homeless are historically dehydrated people. This could be like several weeks of urine. This guy's got, so he's like, back up or I'll throw this bottle of piss on you. And the way it sounds, you think that he's like, oh, back up or I'll throw this bottle of piss on you. Like, I'm gonna, like I have time to think about it. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, yeah. But he says it all at once. And before he even finishes his sentence, he just sort of like launches the like a fire hose at me. And like homeless or not, this guy's aim was impeccable. It's just like not a drop wasted. Just like, so it's just coming at me, this like, this buttery hobo pee. Just like, like, and it's all happening like in slow motion. Like I'm just seeing this arching rope of, and it, the first blow like, uh, like nails my hair and it's like, uh, it's, I spend so much time on this hair and my hair is drenched and it's like going down my neck and it's all down my back and it goes on my ass and it like soaks through my pants, soaks my underwear. He had effectively wet my pants with his piss. And I'm just like, at this point in this story, I'm like, I'm getting a bit irritated, right? So I'm just like, oh man. And like, uh, up at that point in my life, if someone would have been like, Dave, what would you do if a total stranger just drenched you in his own piss? I'd be like, ha, fucking kill that guy. Call names or whatever. Uh, but that wasn't my reaction at all. I was just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here immediately. Because if you think about it, when your opponent's first move in a confrontation is to just soak you and has drenched you in his own piss like what is next like this he's at least got a few more bottles of piss or a shit cannon or something like but i'm like i this i'm not sticking around and see what what's next i was like touche like you win this round good for you not even gonna call 311 or anything so i just i i i gotta go and um so I, I get up, I leave the subway station. I get up back on the street, and the sun is still out and everything, and and like the um, just the the rivulets of 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 hobo Pierre is kind of coming down my cheeks and on my neck and and through my hair. And I'm shaking and it's splashing around. I look like Jennifer Beale in the hit movie Flashdance, and it's flying all over, and and then the, the hair the 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 pee begins to gather at the ends of my hair and like sort of these like these beads of of piss just balls of like almost like christmas ornaments of <laughs> hobo pee uh forming at the edge of my hair and i look up in the sun and the sun is going kind of filtering through the pee and everything and it's in and it's forming these sort of beautiful like prisms and rainbows and and everything and then in that moment like all the pain and anger suddenly just fell away because it was in that moment that i realized this town is back like we did it we did it anyway thank you well i hope you enjoyed that story from dave hill this podcast episode was produced by Lyra Smith. And um, to learn more about upcoming live shows and for more podcasts and other fun stuff, 
visit www.howilearnseries.com. That's it. Thanks for listening.